Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Howdy, Tiger fans, and we have a little extra edition before the Arkansas State versus Missouri game in Jonesboro for you. Uh, We interviewed Matt Stoles, the play-by-play announcer for the Arkansas State Red Wolves, and he gave us his thoughts on what the Tigers will be up against this weekend in Jonesboro. So check it out. And stay tuned for next week's episode coming on Sunday. Going to throw it. Slam. This bugs for you, Mizzou. And there he goes. How about number six? You don't get no better than that, man. This is the Mazzotcast. With us now is Matt Stoles, the 11th year play-by-play voice of Arkansas State University. Thanks for joining us, Matt. Man, great to be with you, Brent. So, uh, as I mentioned to you off-air, Missouri fans don't know a heck of a lot about Arkansas State. This will be the second game of a a home-and-home series between the two schools. Uh, One thing I have seen about Arkansas State is that you've had trouble keeping coaches, uh, but not for bad reasons. You've... uh, they keep moving on to other schools. Uh, we've become quite familiar with a few of them, but uh, you've got a second-year coach going now, and and looks like uh, maybe you've got some stability there at the leadership position. Yeah, this is the first time since 2010 that we've had a coach come back from the previous season, and it is because of success at Arkansas State. Back in 2011, Hugh Freeze, who was the offensive coordinator in 2010 under Steve Roberts, uh, was hired as the head coach, and uh, he was able to uh, run off a terrific record, 10-2. and two. He was then hired uh, two days after the end of the regular season by Ole Miss, and uh, the Red Wolves uh, were able to, to start a run of <clears throat> excuse me four straight seasons uh, of winning records plus uh, bowl appearances. A-State has uh, been to four straight uh, bowl games, they have four straight winning seasons for the first time since the mid-80s, so it's been a great run of success. After Hugh Freeze left in 2011, uh, Gus Malzahn came to Arkansas State for one season before uh, winning the conference, just as Hugh Freeze did the year before, and uh, then getting the job a couple of days later at Auburn. And then uh, in 2013, Brian Harson came along. He had a uh, great year as well, won a conference championship, and uh, then he was hired by uh, Boise State, his alma mater. Uh, and then last year, Blake Anderson came in. He was formerly the offensive coordinator at North Carolina. Uh, he led Arkansas State, despite 14 season-ending injuries, uh, to a winning record and another bowl appearance. So, uh, again, it's been a very good run these past four years. Sure. And, uh, you know, the Red Wolves have sustained the success despite uh, – 
the coaching changes. Uh, how have they managed to continue to recruit uh, quality athletes despite uh, you know a different coach coming on the year that the kid goes from high school to college? Well, that's one of the biggest challenges uh, with all the turnover and the head coaches is uh, to keep the high level of recruiting going. One thing that Arkansas State has done is uh, continue to go after big-name, successful offensive coordinators. And uh, that's really uh, been the key or one of the keys to uh, keeping these guys around. And uh, this is a team that, that reloaded after last year. Uh, in 2014, the defensive line was decimated uh, by injuries. It was kind of a patchwork job at the end of the year. Now the Red Wolves go three deep on the defensive line, and uh, that's a position group that's much improved. But I think kind of uh, with all the turnover and the different head coaches and the recruiting classes, I think it started to show up a little bit last season. Now Blake Anderson in his second year at Arkansas State has had two recruiting classes, and they feel like uh, they've been very strong classes. Tell us uh, a little bit, uh, what are some strengths that uh, this year's Arkansas State team has got that they might be able to exploit against the Tigers? Well, Missouri's a very good football team. They're ranked number 21 in the country for a reason, uh, winning two straight SEC East titles, certainly has gone unnoticed by nobody uh, throughout the country. So they see uh, just how well these teams have done at Mizzou the last couple of years. Uh, that said, uh, this is a very high-powered offense that did not perform well last week at USC. That was a very, very talented uh, USC team. Uh, they have the best team that they've had in quite a few years, and, and uh, they have a chance to be in the college football playoff. But uh, you know, the score was not indicative of you know how the game went. Uh, H-State had over 400 yards of total offense despite scoring just six points in that game uh, last Saturday against USC. And you know, that, was, uh, that was a number that was hit routinely last year when uh, the Red Wolves broke school records in total offense, uh, also in points scored and touchdowns scored. And the Red Wolves returned nine starters from that offense that broke all those school records. So um, it is a very talented, very experienced offense uh, that is hungry to redeem itself after a poor, poor performance uh, last week. And then, as I mentioned before, the defensive line has turned into a major strength of this team. And, uh, you know, that was one big positive this past week at USC. They had five sacks against a USC offensive line that's considered to be one of the best in the country. Sure. And, I mean, I can't imagine a more difficult way to start a season, uh, to go across the country, play one of the best teams in the Pac-12, and then uh, come right back home and play a nationally ranked SEC school. You think it's in any way demoralizing to a team that's probably going to look very good in its own conference to play some of these top-level schools and, and maybe get beat around a little bit? Well, I don't think that uh, this team expected to go in and get uh, beat around a little bit uh, against USC. They went in there expecting to compete, and uh, they, you know, it was 28 to 6 about midway through the third quarter. They knew they had not played well to that point. Uh, they turned it over four times in that game, and uh, the score kind of got out of hand there in the second half. Sure. Uh, they feel like uh, they can they can play. Uh, with anybody if they play their game. Now, if they turn the football over four times, then they're not going to be able to uh, stay in the ball game against a USC or a Missouri. They know that. They've got to win the turnover battle. But uh, they feel they have the talent 
to compete against anybody they go up against the rest of the way. Well, certainly you mentioned the sacks from last week, and Missouri uh, in their game against SEMO, the offensive line looked like possibly one of the weaker elements, or at least one of the rustier elements. Evan Bame, the starting center, injured an ankle, and uh, – the running game had trouble getting going so that uh, you look at a team that played against USC, got a lot of sacks, and then you look at a team like Missouri that struggled a little bit of offensive line, and you wonder if there might be a repeat performance. Well, and in A-Stiff's case, uh, I don't expect them to repeat the offensive performance they had last week. I don't expect Missouri to repeat the offensive Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. They had last week. I think both teams are going to come out and, and play much better. Uh, you usually see the, the greatest improvement, and coaches say this all the time, uh, between week one and week two. And it's you know very evident, uh, and I know that uh, you know Maddie Mock and Russell Hansborough uh, are – one of the most, if not the most, uh, productive returning duo, backfield duo in the SEC. When you look at total yards and combined touchdowns from last season, they are. And uh, certainly there's a lot of respect from this A-State coaching staff when you look at those two guys. And uh, that offensive line for Missouri, and I know Evan Bain, uh, again, had that injury, as you mentioned, but uh, he's one of the better offensive linemen in the Southeastern Conference. So, uh, we know going in that uh, it's going to be a huge challenge facing that Missouri offense on Saturday. Uh, it, it's, it's fun to play these games uh, to opponents close to home, uh, especially since Missouri went to the SEC. We've had to travel a lot farther than when we were a Big 12 school and uh, playing against SEMO last week and Arkansas State, drivable distances. There's overlap in recruiting in some of these areas too so I know that benefits uh, or coach Tuke mentioned that that was a benefit to SEMO uh, was that getting exposure playing a, uh, you know an SEC school from a recruiting standpoint you think Arkansas State views it the same way playing these bigger schools they get some exposure they might not otherwise I think so I mean I think with all the high profile head coaches and all the bowl appearances over the last several years A-State has been able to get some national exposure that they haven't received before but anytime you're right anytime you do take on a high profile opponent uh, that certainly uh, will help out as well now how do you perform against that opponent that can go a long way in you know earning those recruits um, wherever they may be located and uh, Missouri is a uh, very close recruiting area, even though A-State is not very aggressive uh, in Missouri. I believe there's three players currently 
uh, on the roster from the state of Missouri. Uh, A-State has had a, a ton of success going down to Alabama uh, in particular, uh, Mississippi, Tennessee. Um, from, from those areas, that seems to be the primary recruiting ground for, for the Rebels. They do go into to Missouri from time to time. Sure, and, and certainly those southern schools, they, they're a factory for, uh, for college football talent. So do you have a prediction for, for this weekend's game by any chance? Man, I, I, I predict that uh, it's going to be a record crowd in Jonesboro. We have a brand-new uh, renovated press box that is 36,000 square feet. Uh, it completely changes the look of the stadium. It is big time. It's as nice as anywhere you go in college football. Uh, has 20 suites, 42 loge boxes. Uh, the broadcast setup is as nice as anywhere you go in the country. Um, it, the capacity is 30,000. We're hoping to get about 35,000 in there. <laughs> if everybody shows up who says they're going to show up, we should uh, have a, a, an overflow crowd, and hopefully we have that. Now, there's still still our tickets as we do this interview, but uh, I think that you know, A-State – is one of those schools that that draws a very big walk-up crowd. And I I believe that a lot of people are going to decide to come uh, watch a couple of schools that geographically are close in proximity. uh, And uh, we expect uh, a good Missouri crowd to be here, but a whole lot of Red Wolves fans to be uh, in Jonesboro on Saturday. And, uh, you know, I I think that said, going back to your question, what what my prediction is, if A-State comes out as hungry as I think they will, uh, I think they can definitely make this a very close ball game and uh, a tight ball game in the fourth quarter, uh, just as we saw a couple of years ago when the Red Wolves went up to Columbia and uh, those two teams were neck and neck going into the fourth. Well, I appreciate it. Matt Stoltz, the play-by-play announcer for Arkansas State Red Wolves. Uh, thanks again for joining us and looking forward to Saturday. All right, can't wait.